What's up, listeners? We are back after two weeks off, and football is right around the corner, so it's time for the annual over-under pod, where Coin and I pick win totals for each NFL team. After that, we will release our alternate helmet top five rankings. Lastly, a round of Stumptown, and then we out. Let's do it. I just clipped my nails. It was hard to do. Mm. I still bite mine. Mm. That, ladies and gents, is the sound of a couple crisp beers being cracked. And this is the sound of your favorite pod, The Rookie Show. That's right, everybody. Welcome back to The Rookie Show. I am one of your hosts, Travis Knoll. Mm-hmm. Joining me, as per usual, Mr. 503. If I'm the Roadrunner, he's my Wiley Coin Yoti. A what up coin? My name is Craig. I did drugs once. I am a Spartan. So check me out. Cha cha boochie, cha 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 boochie, Noel call. A what up? <laughs> Noel. Very, very, very strong. Very strong. <laughs> I went along with your Willie Ray Cyrus post that you mm-hmm, sent me. Mm-hmm. Um, as I was just somehow, I came across the word coyote and realized that visually it looks like coin, but it doesn't it sound does. like coin it doesn't at all. Remotely, no. Yeah. So it was a big stretch. The coyote coy thing. Wily coyote, and then I was like, you might not even get what that is if I don't throw the road. I would have picked it up. It. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not great. Anyway. Coin, how you doing? I'm doing great, Noel. I'm uh, approximately 40 times better than the last time we potted. I was in a pretty dark place of a hangover. Pretty bad state. For that, yeah. yeah, for that uh, for that podcast. So I'm back and ready to give some actual good okay, content good. to the listeners yeah, we that took, deserve. Took a two-week break, and uh, we're back. And mm-hmm. also, football's back, but we'll, we'll oh, sort of. Oh, baby, baby, coming. baby. It's coming. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I haven't watched a single preseason game yet. I watched the uh, first three series of the Commanders Panthers game just to check nice. out Wentz because they were playing the starters and uh, yeah, yeah, Wentz looked pretty good, honestly. I like Wentz. Okay, yeah, there you go. Uh, Antonio Gibson fumbled on his second carry and they took him out, so that's that's not changed. I don't think I'm going to be drafting Antonio Gibson no, this year. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> All right, we'll get into football in a minute. First, yeah, going, yeah, yeah, yeah. what might you be drinking this evening? Noel. A special treat I have for you, left to me uh, by Graham Bogomil. Shouts, Graham. Thank you. A Melvin from Melvin Brewing. The Killer Bees American Blonde Ale. Oh, buzz, yeah. buzz, baby. Yes. Um, so on it, it has this man who is opening up his chest, as you can see. Yeah. How about that? And he's that? got like, a, a, like some kind of bee outfit on, or he's like some kind of bee anthropomorph. With uh, He's got <laughs> wings and stuff, and he's got like a little... Hive face. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Wait, what's what's inside of his chest? Is it a it, tap? It is another hive, and it's like pouring honey out into the a beer glass. Wow. That's impressive. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. His it's bee outfit kind of looks like one of those really old school swimsuits that yeah, people wear. If it, it were does. like red and white, maybe. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of like looks it really looks nice. a lot like the, the Steelers bumblebee outfits. Too. Yes. Bingo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and how's the taste of the Melvin? It tastes quite lovely. It's not, it's not an IPA. It's just a blonde ale. It's pretty easy to drink, gotta say. Feels good. Well, from several thousand miles away, I'd say it looks like a very strong can. Strong can. Very much enjoying myself. What do you got for me, Noel? Corn, I've got. I'm glad that you called me Noel and yourself, Corn, this week. That's a good start. See, that's how you know. Uh, I'm back, baby. From Half Acre Brewing, which is a local one here. I've done a couple times. This one's called the... Beer Hates Astronauts IPA. I think that's what it says. Beer Hates Astronauts. Um, and then, for some reason, it's got a big, like, saber-toothed tiger that inside of his mouth it says, Beer Hates Astronauts. And then you've got a, a plethora of uh, space people that are shooting shooting laser beams and such at this mm-hmm. space saber-toothed tiger. It doesn't make mm-hmm. any sense at all. There's, like, a cow figure in there. There's a... Uh, rhino so mm-hmm. i don't know what's going on at all but like why is it a tiger i don't know why does beer hate astronauts i don't know but that's what i'm working with here so i actually i like the artwork a lot there yeah. is a part of it the part of the can that's really really bugging me which part it's that 
it says an India Pale Ale instead of just India Pale Ale on the front. Mm. Yeah, I don't like that at all. It does say that. Good catch. Good catch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think I've seen that before. It's almost like no. you're trying to make a sub-headline of a movie or something. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Ricky Bobby, an like underdog story. Wait, a no, Tarantino film or something yeah, like that. Exactly. Yeah. I'd say the beer is pretty dang tasty. Um, Would you? The label doesn't blow me away. It's interesting. The name is interesting. It's got a lot going on. I feel like you've had, you have a Too lot much. better selection of labels out there. Mm. I don't know why. Maybe I'm just not looking in the right places. I need to branch out my stores. I'm going to have to make a little run maybe this weekend. I live by this very large liquor store that has a giant selection of beer. And so mm. there's a lot. But I am going to move like... in about a month. So we'll see. Oh, really? Where out? Um, up north towards the Lincoln Park area of Chicago. Sick. Uh, we Park. just applied for a lease to this like really nice apartment building. So it's going to be sick. Oh, you should come stay visit. in apartments. Not a house yet, huh? Stay in apartments. We're the, we're the high rise life. Although this is only a seven story building. So not really high rise anymore. What's the, what's the reason for the move? Are they up in your rent there or something? No. <clears throat> um, one, because we're going to go somewhere where Katie can walk to work. Um, but also just cause we've lived in this neighborhood for four years now i want to try there's a lot of fun neighborhoods so we'll be kind of closer to like wrigleyville and um lincoln park and lakeview those are where a lot of uh young oh you'll be close to wrigleyville yeah we'll be like half a mile from wrigleyville oh that's tight yeah it's also in the area right next to an area called boys town which is uh all the rainbows so that'll be great Uh, heck yeah yeah love that probably very clean yeah (laughs) how about that um uh are you at the point in your life where you're willing to hire movers? Uh, I am at that point. I would be if it were necessary, but like we just don't have so little stuff. The last time we moved, I got a U-Haul and we loaded it up and loaded it out like pretty easily. And I just drove real slow because I don't trust my ability to stack things without being things being smashed in the back but this is my gift for whatever reason I'm you are good at that stacking u-hauls i'm very good at it oh good oh you should i should fly you out but i'm not going mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. um and but last time we only moved like five blocks so i was right now we're moving like three miles probably up the highway but i'll just drive slowly with the flashers on so yeah that's fine it's cheap it's really yeah. cheap u-hauls freaking u-hauls really are really you get cheap. it for the day for like deal. 40 bucks yeah yeah stupid. it's really nice Okay, uh, any other beers for me, Coin? Yeah, so like you said, we've been out for, uh, we haven't potted in the last three weeks, so mm-hmm. uh, busy time coming up for us, and then we get into the nitty-gritty football season, I assume we're going back to once a week. Um, so over this three-week period, I actually, uh, with some friends, with Joe, Graham, and Ty, uh, we chartered a ship, or a, a fishing boat, and we went out into the ocean, and we caught salmon. I am just an avid outdoorsman as you know yes as everyone knows you love the outdoors and you love i love the outdoors yeah uh i love to laugh of the outdoors and not only that i haven't fished in probably 10 years and have on record said that fish are quote icky and i don't like touching them (laughs) (laughs) i don't even particularly like eating fish that much (laughs) no me neither or even seeing them looking at them being aware of their existence but it took me all of half an hour into us dropping our lines in the water to catch the first sand, wild salmon out in the ocean, which was pretty freaking dope, gotta say. Is it hard to reel in or no? No, so it could have been. There is, there's two types. We, I caught a coho, and the other one is a chinook. The chinook are like the 25, 30-pound ones. They put up quite a bit of a fight. Yeah. Um, we went into the river like too late, so I'll get into that. But So we drop our lines in. Starting off, uh, our fishing guide seems really cool. Start reeling these fish in, fish in or whatever. He doesn't give us very much guidance whatsoever about like how to drop these in or what to do. And these are like kind of high tech rigs. Um, I reel, start reeling my thing in. He immediately starts getting pissy about how I'm like reeling it in and like how to get it close to the net. I'm like, I don't know. You haven't told me how to do anything. I haven't held a fucking fishing pole in 10 years. Don't hit me in the head with that weight. I'm like, okay, I'm trying not to, but I'm also trying to get the fish close to you. So what do you want me to do? And then he like comes over and he like sets it down. And he's like, you need to drop the weight a little lower. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so then it's the next like two hours are kind of this mad dash of everybody pulling their lines in and out of the water because there's fish everywhere. And it takes, yeah. the four of us ended up all catching our fish. One of the other guys that was with us, uh, some random old dude, 
didn't end up catching one. So we did all this probably by, we're to the docks at six, out to the ocean by like 6.45, 7. I catch my fish at 7.30, catch a couple more, we have to toss them back. Um, then the rest of our guy, our crew catches them probably by 9.30. Mm-hmm. Not a fucking nibble from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. I was so goddamn bored on this ship. <laughs> so bored. But we went back into the river to try to catch the, the Chinook salmon, which was like, I mean, it would have been fun. But God, I would if I would do this again. But I'm not. I'm only chartering from six to ten. Like that last gotcha. four hours was not that fun. At That's all. tough. That's a long time to be out on a boat in an uneventful boat. Yeah. Would you? Did you and, pack lunches or? Yeah, we did. We packed. Yeah. I packed a little lunch for myself. We had we made this pasta salad that week. It was lovely. Mm. Had a bunch of little snacks. Had some uh, whiskey and a little flask. Had a couple oh, beers. There yeah. you go. Good. Yeah, it was good. Um. So that was actually a lot of fun. Oh, I was going to rec- mention that uh, when you pee on these boats, you have to, you pee into like a, a spittoon, you know, like, you know, like an old time you look in. M- I know what tin. a spittoon is. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you have one of those that has a handle on it. You go up to the front or the, or you go to the uh, bow or the back of the boat. And uh, so when we were out on the ocean, the waves were like, it was like six foot swells and they were coming like every five seconds. So you're just, I'm kind of like on my knees like holding the piss jug in one hand and then you basically it's just this crazy core workout like trying to pee um didn't spill a drop either times i had to pee which was wonderful great job um yeah i will say that joe tried to pee like six different times and had stage fright and couldn't do it and he was too much going on so he had to keep going up there holding the jug coming back he's like i couldn't pee it was really funny wow what a loser <laughs> yeah um so after that we came back um, and then I went to the Portland Pickles is one of our affiliate or, uh, unaffiliated baseball teams in the area. So the Hillsborough Hops are just outside of Portland. They're affiliated with the Diamondbacks. And this the Portland Pickles are like an unaffiliated team. It's just college kids that come back and they just get to play and screw around or whatever. And I went there with some buddies and it was a playoff game. Um, and I did my best to try to help the Pickles win. I got a dog. I sneaky drank eight beers during this game, like four IPAs and like four other beers. It was, it was good. I was actually sneaky pretty drink. Hungry. Sneaky drank eight beers. Like that eight, eight oh, beers is quite oh, a few. Oh. During I thought game. you were saying yeah. like it was, they didn't allow alcohol. No, the they definitely allowed. Yeah. They definitely yeah. allowed. It was okay. encouraged even. Like it was a, a sneaky eight beers. I got you. Yeah. I just was like, by the time I have had my seventh and eighth in my hand, I was like, Oh yeah, I'm definitely buzzed at the, yeah. at the worst right now. Um, there was some, some jawing going on between the opposing team and uh, our fans, I think, I think one of the pickles fans walked down like near their dugout and threw a beer into their dugout. <laughs> so <laughs> there was a pretty big kerfuffle uh, at one point during this whole thing. And then some of one of the, their players, like dads, was like yelling at our crowd. He's like, "It's not funny." All that stuff. And then he's like, somebody threw a beer in there. I was like, you can't follow up. It's not funny with that statement <laughs> and not expect me to at least happen. chuckle. Yeah, I know. I was like, well, did somebody get hit in the head? You have to tell me. I need to know. I've got a visual going on right now. Uh, so uh, pretty good. Pretty good couple things going on there. And then ate some, ate some good food this last weekend. Had a, went to this Asian place in Portland called XLB. It's Zhao Long Bao and had some soup dumplings and ate like a ton, a ton, a ton of food. It was like a lot of shareable plates. It was really good. Sick. You've yeah. you've professed your love for soup dumplings before on the pod. So They're very, very, very good. good. Yeah, very good. That sounds lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, sounds uh, sounds eventful. Well, yeah, eventful it was, it's been weeks. eventful. I've been good. busy. I've been busy. Yeah, good. Um, I would say I've been pretty busy, I would say. We, we started a beach volleyball league, so... That's good. Hey. We were already in one before, but started a new one with my coworkers. So two and one so far, doing okay. Uh, nice. I think Katie and I signed up for a cornhole league, but that doesn't start till next week. So I have to nice. I'll have to report back on the cornhole league. Uh, went to a White Sox game, and it was the game ended on a walk off past ball. Never seen Sick. that one before, so mm-hmm. that was cool. But that was the day I was texting you guys. I was uh, pretty. We were quite buzzed that day. We decided to do a blind taste test on a bunch of uh, light beers. So mm-hmm. as I pointed out to you, but I'll tell the listeners that these five beers were ranked in this way when I did a blind taste test. Number one, Bush Light. Always been a Bush Light guy. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Number two, yeah. PBR. Booyah. Yeah. Always been a PBR guy. Number three, Coors Light. Feels like a medium beer to me. Uh, mm-hmm. Number four, Miller Light. No surprise. Never really liked Miller Light. 
Biggest surprise of the list. Bud Light got last place. I am surprised by that. Could have sworn I liked Bud Light, which maybe I still do. I mean, there's a lot of variables here. We poured them all into cups, so the, the can feel does not factor in, which, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, you have to when you're drinking out of cans. So. Agreed. Uh, and it's weird when you're just tasting them back to back and you're going back and forth. It's very confusing. But they all taste very similar. They do. You can tell mm-hmm. the difference when you taste them back to back, but, like, mm-hmm. could you tell which is which? I didn't guess any of them correctly. Like, That's shocking to me. Yeah. Yeah. So I have, a, I have a pretty strong disdain for Miller Lite, and I'd be upset with myself if I didn't guess it light. Well, we'll have to do it sometime. Maybe we'll, yeah. maybe we'll do that for the pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's all I got for my beers. Okay, those were my sounds like were fun. My most eventful beers. Yeah, I had some beers at a at a memorial service, which nice. is not, not the best kind of beer, but oh, not a great situation. No, beer, no, it was a good think? beer. It was actually cool. It was I think that I actually think memorial beers are pretty strong situational beers. You're drinking to your your loved ones. You're, yeah. you're drinking to their memory. Yeah, celebration yeah. of life. Yeah, bingo. <clears throat> okay anything else for beers that's it for me Noel. okay it was a good couple weeks of beers mm-hmm. okay as we alluded to coin we are for the first time in many months gonna dive into the national football league are you let's go baby high feed would you say i am uh more than high feed we got probably gonna go end up going to like three games this year it's it's this it's this weird tug of war now I'm sure I'm sure as it's become for you because I love I do love going to games and I love the NFL. I love the NFL from my couch almost more mm-hmm. than anything in the world. It's like the best Sunday experience is just sitting on my couch and doing literally nothing except for watching NFL. Yeah, it's hard to justify going to games on Sunday when when you could just be sitting at home watching all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I still love going, so I'm still gonna yeah. do it. I yeah. will definitely be. I'm gonna try to uh, so. One of my projects that it's just wrapping up, usually when a project ends, if we do well, we can use like the extra budget to like plan a fun event for the team. Mm-hmm. So I'm considering pushing my team to buying everyone on the team tickets to the Commanders at Bears Thursday night game and making that <laughs> a, uh, a company event. Team event? That's but then I said that Katie has to come too. So on the company nice. dime. So we'll see. And then, yeah, I think that's the only one i've officially planned to go to but you and i'll work something out mm-hmm. i need to get up to green bay at some point but yeah. i don't know we'll see it's kind of far so as we've done the last two maybe even three years at this point i don't know on pod for sure on pod uh we will be giving out our over under win totals for each team in the nfl oh baby uh coin took the north and south divisions both afc and nfc and i took the east and west Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess we're going to give a brief note on each team and then uh, give our lock per division. Yep. Okay. I guess without further ado, you want to start us off, Coin? Sure. You want me to start okay. NFC North? Wherever, yeah. With your Falcons division, might as well. Falcons division would be the South. I'll start there. Oh, you're right. Sorry. You <laughs> said North. <laughs> All good. I just assumed you were going. To... Okay. All righty. Um, I'm going to go... From the bottom up here. So I used, I don't know if we use the same, I just Googled it. I didn't even use Bovada or anything. I think it I was did like. as well. Okay. I bet it's the same site. Okay. Whatever the first one that came up. I forget yeah. what it was called. All, okay. all half games? Uh, No, not mine. Mine's got Oh, really? Some, yeah. Full oh, ones, okay. So, okay. All right. Well, I'll start in um, the NFC South. Falcons I have finishing, or they have, their over-under on the season is four and a half games. Four and a half? Uh, Four and a half. That's so low. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The Cuns have what I would call two easy games in the okay. Hawks and the nasty manless Browns early in the season. Uh, maybe the Bears, if I'm being nice, and that's kind of it. At best, uh, they take two games off of the Panthers and Saints, and then it's a murderer's row of teams. Uh, the NFC South has the NFC West and the AFC North. Um, we have nobody on offense. The Mariota stuff is fun. We won't win any games, though. I don't really want to. At least that's what I'm telling myself. I kind of want to be in contention for that, you know, number one pick this year. Yeah. Um, I want them to be in games, but lose, preferably not in a sad way. Um, I'm going to call it, unfortunately, 4-13 and 13 on the season. Holy so, under. shit. That would I know. be sad. That would be sad. Under. Um, one thing Panther- that we... Oh, go for it. Just, I'll just give a quick th- thought 
and I'll bring this up several times, but we talk about it every year how there's always going to be four or five teams that are two, three, four, five wins, and the Falcons seem like a prime candidate, so... I saw so. on on the site I was on. There's two teams with four and a half win totals. And I think it's the Falcons and the Texans, and it it sucks to see your team down there. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, none of the teams on my list. The lowest I have is five and a half. I think so. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I did, but I definitely keep that in mind every time we do this. I think about when you say like the there's always the teams that are somebody's gonna be three and fourteen. It sucks. Yep. yep. All right, I'll go quick on the next ones. Uh, Panthers six and a half is their over under. I have them at five and twelve, splitting with the Saints and Falcons. They go through a nasty 10-week stretch of, uh, they play these seven teams, Saints, Cards, Niners, Rams, Bucks, Bengals, Ravens, Broncos. Very high 0-7 potential in those games. Ugh, uh, yeah. And McCaffrey has played 10 games in the last two years. I have them under at 5-12. Okay. Uh, Saints, I have going 7-10, and 10, hot start, and then it all comes crashing back down for Jameis. That's kind of really the only note I have. I just don't see how it, the season ends that well for him. Okay. Um, before his last season, he went five and two with the Saints last year. Before that, he is twenty eight and forty two for his career. So, eh, not yeah. great. No idea. No. Uh, Bucks over under is eleven and a half wins, and I know in this weak division that seems like a lock, but ten and seven kind of feels right for them. Uh, we do have a decent, like decently tough schedule outside of the NFC South, and it feels like this is all they'll need to win the division is ten and seven. And I don't really see them killing themselves to go for home field. Wow, so you went top to bottom unders in the NFC South. I did, I did. And then I have the Saints as my lock for under. I don't think they're winning nine games. No Sean Payton, Jameis' first year, or year starting kind of. Yeah. Um, I don't hate any of those. I uh, will be rooting for Baker to do well just because I think he got hosed in Cleveland a little bit. Yeah. Um, And I'll be rooting for the Cuns. I mean, yeah, of course. You're going to root for him week to week. Uh, on the whole, when you, uh, you know, it's Wednesday, you go, I'm glad we're 0 and 4. But so, <laughs> at Sunday at 2 o'clock, you're going to be rooting for the win. So, yeah, so listen, if we have a chance to beat the Bucks or the Saints at home and we're down three points, I'm going to be losing my mind. Also, you got, listen, you got Pitts. He's legit. Well, Pitts maybe is fun. Drake London. I've seen some cool things on Drake London. He looks yeah. good. Except he just got hurt. But other than that. Did he yeah. really? I didn't see that. Yeah, he did. But it's it seemed not pretty bad. It's not bad. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. not that bad. Yeah. Uh, okay. And you got Cordero still. That's right. Okay. Okay, nice. Uh, I will go with my team's division, the NFC East. So Dallas Cowboys I had at the over-under at 10. Um, I'm going to go under 10. The, believe me, these picks that I'm going to give you in the NFC East, not biased whatsoever, I promise. Yeah, I figured. Uh, under 10. I just think Dak is the most overrated quarterback in the league. I just think because he's really athletic and he can make the best throws, but he's just proven time and time again that he beats shitty teams and loses to good teams. <clears throat> so I'm thinking they're, I don't know, I think 10's kind of where they'll be, but I'll lean under. Maybe they're a 9-8 and eight team. They lost yeah. Amari Cooper. They lost some O-linemen. You know, their their weapons are not going to be as good. And, like, Trayvon, Trayvon Diggs? Yeah, Trayvon Diggs. I think he is super overrated, and he's going to get torched all the time. So, uh, Zeke fat. And Zeke not gunned. Yeah. Zeke not gunned. Uh, Eagles, a lot of hype on the Eagles. Like, they're, I think their win total has gone up by a game in, like, the last month. It's yeah. nine and a half now. And the over is minus 150 on the side I was looking at. So, like, it's about to be 10 for the Eagles. So, I'm obviously going under. I see under 9.5 at plus 125. It's just too much hype for a, hype for a team that's led by Jalen Hurts. Like, that's you fair. Know, prove to me you're a, a winner in the NFL. Uh, commanders, believe it or not, I'm going to go over 8 wins, although that's bumped up. I think it was 7.5 for a long time, and they got a mm-hmm. ton of action. Um, I mean, this is pretty simple. This team won seven games last year with Taylor Heineke, and they were playing on a first-place schedule. Uh, now they have one of the easiest schedules of any team in the league, and they're getting, you know, Chase Young and Montez Sweat were out most of the year. Uh, Curtis Samuel wasn't around. Jahan Dotson wasn't around. And no matter what you think about Carson Wentz, he's definitely better than Taylor Heineke. So he is. There's no. There's no way around it. He's definitely better. Absolutely no excuse. This team won't win eight games, and if not yeah, nine, I agree. Ten, so. I totally agree. 
And then Giants, uh, they're over under is seven, which seemed high to me. Um, I've been seeing things that the reports out of camp are that the offense looks trash so far. I understand that they're learning a new offense, and it mm-hmm. takes time, but maybe Daniel Jones is just trash. So I just think they're like very possible, far and above the worst team in this division, and uh, I just don't think they're going to win seven games. I they, they won four games last year. So what exactly did they do to make to get four games better? That they're going to yeah, go over. Are seven? they getting they they're getting like a more healthy Saquon, I guess. But I mean, like they don't even know how to use him. So I know, I know, I know. He wasn't. I mean, yeah, he's not coming off the ACL, but he was. He played most of last year, and he just wasn't. They mm-hmm. just didn't use him well. So, yeah. so there you go. I'll I'll say my lock is Giants under seven wins. Totally agree. That's where NFC I would have gone as well. Okay, cool. Uh, I'll jump right into the NFC North. Uh, I'm going to go Packers at the top. Ten and a half is their over-under. I have them at 11 and six. A tough schedule with losses to the Bills, Titans, Eagles, and early season split with the Vikes. But, I mean, it's hard for Rodgers to lose more than seven games in a year. And, you know, he's coming off back-to-back MVPs. I think he's going to be just fine. Yeah. Um, Vikings, nine and a half. I have them also over at ten and seven. Uh, I actually, I really am leaning towards them winning the division in some way, but I'm not sure that they can go positive in this stretch where they have uh, Cards, Bills, Packers twice, Eagles, Commanders, and Colts. Those are those are tough teams to just, you know, go at the worst. Like, you can, to beat this, you need to go, like, four and three. Yeah. And, you know, like, the Vikings are just, they're going to lose a few games that they shouldn't. That's what Kirky does. I, I, yeah, I like the, I like the Vikes. I like the Vikes. Okay. So, um, I have the Bears at their over-under is six and a half. I also have them over at seven and ten. Uh, it feels like I'm being kind of generous here because I don't think this team is that good. But they don't even have like a very tough games. And um, they, I gave them wins over the Falcons, Dolphins, and Giants. And those feel kind of closer to coin flips than guaranteed wins. So this could be an easy, very easy under candidate. I just kind of stay away from betting that one. And the Lions finally, six and a half is their over-under. Five and twelve is where I slotted them. I would love for the Lions to prove me wrong. I just, I just don't see it, man. I, I'm never gonna tie my ship or, uh, you know, hitch. What do you? What is it? Hitch, hitch my, my wagon. Hitch, hitch my, my wagon. wagon. Thank you. Hitch my wagon uh, to the Lions. Odds makers are on here, right at six and a half. I think, uh, I think for this division though, my lock is gonna be Vikings over nine and a half wins. I think they get comfortably to ten wins. I like that pick because I think the Bears and Lions both stink, so that should that could be maybe three or four wins for the Vikings. Yeah. Um, I definitely go under for the Bears. Sorry, sorry, Graham. Yeah. I I don't see it. I don't see it. I you know, the Lions feels like their line has got the hard knocks inflation in baked into it. I would love. Have to you take watched any yet? I need to. No, watch. I just seen clips. I've just seen clips. I've really never mm-hmm. even watched Hard Knocks. I've never really ever. watched Hard Knocks either. But. uh I mean, the, the Lions, what did they win? Two, three, two, two games last year? Or like yeah. two, two, 12 and one or something? Mm-hmm. They, uh, uh, their line should be five. It's six and a half. Six and a half is crazy. That's dumb. Like, yeah. they still have Jared Goff at quarterback. Yeah. What are we doing? So, I would love to take them over, but. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, all right, I'll go NFC West. So, we got the Rams over under 10 and a half. Uh, I'm going to take over. So on the same, on the flip side of what we talked about, where there's always going to be five or six teams that have five or fewer wins. There's a, last year there were six teams that had 12 wins, 12 or more wins. That's a lot. Yeah. You're a telling me the Rams aren't one of the six best teams in the league? I think they are. Yeah. They just won the Super Bowl. I mean, there's people are talking about Matthew Stafford's got a funky elbow or something, so that might throw a wrench in things. But the side I have says over 10.5 is plus 105, so I'm on board for that. Uh, 49ers is at 10. Um, I kind of like the over here. So I'm getting real 2012 RG3 vibes from Trey Lance this year where you've got a guy who's clearly limited as a traditional passer early in his career. You've got a coach who can maximize his potential, Kyle Shanahan, who was there in 2012 for the Redskins, the division-winning Redskins. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he's going to do a really, really good job of playing to Trey Lance's strengths and make him look like a, a pretty good quarterback. Um, he can't win Rookie of the Year. This isn't like that bullshit where NBA players win Rookie of the Year in their second year because they didn't really play their first year. No, but he should. 
Mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. bet on it. Mm-hmm. I would bet Trey Lance rookie of the year if I could is what I'm getting at. Um, so I'm going over 10 wins. Cardinals is eight and a half. So I don't know if this is because of all the dysfunction with the Kyler Murray and the, I don't know, comments from Cliff Kingsbury and stuff. But this team was 11 and six last year. Like, and I know they faded down the stretch, but weren't they like in first in the NFC for like a, a bunch of the year? So I'm not really sure why they got three games worse. I guess people are just thinking the Rams and 49ers are good. Uh, I just don't get it. I'm going over. So I'm going three straight overs for this division. Then you get to the Seahawks. The Seahawks are over under five and a half with Mr. Drew Locke at quarterback. I'm going to take the under, which is shown at plus 120. These dudes are going to stink. Yeah, plus 120, under That's five and a half. That's plus money? Bet it? Oh, my yeah. God. This, I was kind of bummed that I didn't get the Seahawks because this is my lock. I them getting to three wins is going to be surprising. I'll check. I'll check what it is on the sites that we can actually bet it. Maybe we'll maybe yeah. we'll throw some cash on it. Too. I would love to bet this. Um, we're going back to rooting against the Hawks. We used to be oh, baby. Hawks we're stands. We're back. We used to be stands. Well, yeah. we're Russ Wilson stands. Bron- that's right. Broncos country. Right. That's rad. So yeah, this is right. a bottom six team in the league. So they're not winning five games or six games. No. So there you go. Not at all. And it's not even just losing Russ. They also lost Bobby Wagner, who's kind of, you know, the heart and soul of their defense. So. He's good. He's good. He's good. Yeah. Um, agree with everything you said. I The only thing I would say with the Cardinals, I know that they, there's a lot of stuff about how um, Cliff kind of fades down the stretch as a coach, and they traditionally lose a lot of games in the back half of the season. Mm-hmm. I think that has something to do with it, and you're definitely right with the Niners and Rams just kind of being the cream of the crop in that division. I don't know if... I mean, Cardinals at third place winning nine games is doable, obviously, but... I mean, they were third place other... winning 11 games last year, so... That's crazy. <laughs> or maybe they were second, Adam. Did they beat... Were they ahead of the Cardinals? They have been ahead of the Niners, right? I mean, the Niners? Yeah, maybe they were. I think so. Yeah, okay. All right. I like it. And then, yeah, we'll definitely be betting that. Um, Seahawks under. Yeah. Cool, I'll go to the AFC North now. Uh, I have right here the Ravens at over under is nine and a half games, which is asinine to me. I don't understand this. Um, I have them at 12 and five for the year. Since the Ravens have had Lamar starting, he has gone six and one in 2018, 13 and two in 19, 11 and four in 2020, and seven and five last year in the 12 games he played. Uh, nine and five kind of feels like a slap in the face. Um, and I just don't think that the rest of this division is going to be that good. And I'll get to why in a minute. Uh, the Steelers over under is seven and a half wins. Eight and nine is what I have them going. So slightly over. Uh, Mike Tomlin has never had a losing record in 15 seasons. How is nobody talking about this? <laughs> uh, the law of large numbers slash the gambler's fallacy says it is time, though. So I do think that this is finally the year. They, uh, they don't quite make it. But I think that with Mike Tomlin at the helm, their defense is nasty. They've got some weapons. I mean, all you have to do is find a coach, which I think the Steelers can do better than anybody else that can like actually use Trubisky or somebody else. Or even, they have Pickett, right, as their rookie. Like, yeah, maybe they can slot him and they just win. They somehow win nine games. What didn't the Bears the year when Trubisky went to the playoffs? They were like twelve and four or something, weren't they? Yeah, yeah I think some, they were really good. So yeah, it's eleven doable. and five, just something like that. I think yeah, it might be like doable. the two seed. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's very possible. I just I. Don't see them winning seven or fewer games here. Okay. Uh, Bengals over under is nine and a half. So I actually feel like the Super Bowl loss come down is kind of inevitable for this team. Like I yeah. think they rode lightning at the end of the year and they kind of like got a little lucky and, you know, made some great plays all throughout the playoffs. Um, I just don't think they can capture that magic again. They, uh, I have them losing the last four games of the season too, with teams that are just with better coaching and some better players kind of across the board against the Bucks, Pats, Bills, and Ravens. That's their closing four. That's a tough stretch, and I just, I kind of think I have them at seven and ten. We got to keep some of these in mind. Like, well, I guess it's gonna be like in the media at that point. But if, if the, if they're sitting there at whatever that would be, uh, six and six or whatever, and they got those four games remaining, and there's odds on making the playoffs or not. And it's like even odds, and we jump on it. Yep. Uh, final one here is Browns. Eight and a half is their it, win total. Is it bettable right now? 
I God, I hope so. I feel like they would just not make that available, but I would imagine this is clearly my lock of under. If you can bet this, bet the under here. Um, I think their their first eight games are like really hard. They play their division, and then they also have um, they'll play the Bills and Pats, and then also the Bucks in those first eight games. I think at best they're two and six coming out of that. Um, and that's before, oh, no, they don't play the, they play the Bills, the Bucks, and their division again in the last six weeks. So I can't remember who they play in the first eight weeks, but it's not looking good, especially if they have, don't have Deshaun. If you don't have Deshaun for 10 games, like, then this team's not winning nine games. So hammer the under, Browns at best, five and 12. Yeah, we'll have to look at that one too, because I, I think, I bet you Deshaun doesn't play this year. That kind of seems like what it's going to be. No. Okay, I'll go, speaking of the Bills, I'll go AFC East. Uh, the Bills have the highest over-under in the league at 11.5. I'm going to take the over. I mean, like I just mentioned several times, there were six teams with 12 or more wins last year. You're telling me the Bills aren't going to be one of the six best records in the league? You're wrong if you tell me that. Correct. Um, Dolphins are the next uh, highest over-under, uh, which is interesting, over the Pats. Uh, but I'm going to stay under. Uh, I just want Tua to make me prove it, basically. Um, Fair. I don't know. There's a lot of reasons why they could be good. They have they've what's, solidified what's the their roster. Uh, it's under 9, and it's the under's minus 125, though, at least on this site. So. I don't know. Feels I don't, like I don't it. mind the fence. But I, you that's, what? feels right. I don't mind the, tw- yeah, the fence. Yeah, they're probably 8 and 9 right. or 9 and 8, so yeah. I wouldn't actually probably bet it. No. Pats is 8.5. Uh, I think this defense is going to be stupid good, and Mac Jones, I know you are not a fan of, and I thought he showed some stuff, but he certainly did some stuff, and he could be better, so I don't know. I think Belichick's good for nine wins, so I'd probably go You think so? Yeah. New new offense. Who? Oh, yeah, because McDaniels. McDaniels is gone, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, whatever. I'll take the over. (laughs) Okay. Lastly, Jets. So this is a team that we've made money on the past couple of years, I think, betting their under win totals because it was at like six last year. This year it's five and a half. But tons of folks are betting them over because the over is minus 175. Not really sure why. That said, I think you can only go back to the well so many times. I feel like they do have some pieces. It's So I guess basically I'm saying I'm betting on Zach Wilson and against Tua. I don't know how I feel about that. But okay. he, Zach Wilson also looks like he may not even start week one because he just got hurt. But uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to the under. If it's plus money, I'm That's fine. Under. I'm going to stay away from it. I just think you get burned at some point uh, if you keep betting that same line. But it, it feels just about right. I, I feel like they're five or six wins. So. Okay. Uh, oh, I did have a note on that. So this is another one of those things where, like, see if you can get halfway through the season because – the first four games, they play the entire AFC North in a row. That's their first four games. So they play Ravens, Browns, Bengals, Steelers. And then over the next month after that, they play Buffalo, at Denver, and at Green Bay. So it's like a murderer's row of like the first nine weeks, right? So if you can wait until they're like two and seven and then see... I, I don't know how the over-unders work mid-season. Like, can you, I, I'm sure they adjust them, but can you bet them? Right. Or, I, I don't, I don't know, know actually. Yeah. Okay, well, either way. Then they the last seven weeks, they play like Bears, Vikings, Lions, Jags, Seahawks. So very, very... There's some uh, wins in there, for sure. There's some wins at the end of the year. I see them finishing off strong. So. Okay. There's yeah, your, I agree with all that. I mean, I'll go with my lock. We're, we're Bills as, guys. Yeah, I'll go with my lock as the Bills. Yeah, that we're Bills guys. I'm going to be betting the over there, and I'll certainly, I'm sure, what are they, do you know what they are to win the division? Probably like minus 225 or something like that. That's probably a ton. You, you had it in a parlay last year, and it was, uh, it was like minus, it was only like minus 125 last year, because the Pats, they, Pats was at good, good odds, actually. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. AFC. All right, my final one, AFC South. Yeah. Um, I'll start with the Titans. It's at nine and a half. Uh, I just I feel like it's too high. I don't like what I saw from Tannehill in the playoffs. I feel like it's a they're very they don't have receivers anymore. AJ Brown's gone. Um, he has that stink all over him, and I think it leads to a rough year with l- rough losses. Uh, they have a tough draw. They play the AFC West this year. 
Um, and I just don't think that they have the offense to hang in that with that division. Let me say, I lost a decent amount of money betting on Tannehill last year. That was like one of my guys for the preseason props because like yeah. every year he had been with the Titans. He was good for 25 touchdowns and they were good yep. for 11 and 5. And I just thought he's a different guy than he was in Miami. And then Miami Tannehill was, showed up last year. So yep. I'll stay away from that. Exactly. Um, I have the Jags over under is at six and a half, which is pretty high. I can't, I have to imagine it was like three and a half or four last year. Um, I actually have them going seven and 10. I I like Lawrence looking a lot more competent this year. I really think it does wonders to get urban Meyer off your coaching staff and get like Doug Peterson in, who is an actual NFL coach who has won actual NFL games and will not, you know, just be like, fingering college girls at college bars in between your games when you go to Ohio. I think that's important, actually. The Urban Meyer stuff is just out of control. I I, yeah. I tend to block that out of my mind. We had the whole Urban Meyer saga and the whole John Gruden saga last year. There was a lot of weird shit going on. Yeah, a lot with of weird coaches. shit. Yeah. Seeing videos of Urban Meyer when he's talking, it, it kind of seems like, you remember when Papa John... Papa John gave the interview and his voice was all fucked up and raspy. That's kind of what I imagine Urban Meyer is. <laughs> I bet Urban Meyer and Papa John are good buddies. Oh, definitely friends. Definitely yes. they're buddies. Yeah, definitely friends. How many people uh, did Papa John demean to get his restaurant to where it needed to be? A lot. <laughs> a lot of people. Yeah. Like, you don't I've get got that the successful. ingredients, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Texans, the tied with the Falcons for the lowest over under in the league at four and a half. God, this team is not great. Uh, I think it's very likely that the Texans are one of the three, if not almost guaranteed two of the worst team or the worst bottom two team in the NFL. Um, Name five players on the Texans right now. Davis Mills, Brandon Cooks. um, um, Arian Foster. (laughs) Yep. He's still playing for sure. Uh oh, they got a running back named Pierce. I think was the rookie that they got. I think that I don't might think be I right. can do five. I don't think I can no. do five. Yeah, I That's think I, I also named Davis Mills and Brandon Cooks, and I was like, I don't even know who they drafted in the first round until I looked at it. Earlier. Laramie Tunsil. They, they got Laramie Tunsil. They do have Tunsil. They do have yeah. Tunsil. Okay. Um, good. they drafted Stingley. He's gonna be good. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, right. I don't know how much a cornerback affects your winning going forward. Um. I think this team is going to be very bad. So I tend to follow uh, a decent amount of like NFL writers and people who claim to think they know what they're talking about. There's actually a pretty good amount of Davis Mills love going around these days. Yeah, doesn't people think me. he's like might not be bad. I remember okay. we bet against him a few times last year, and I think he kind of screwed us. They they covered a he couple games us. maybe last year. Mm-hmm. I think they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just keep that in mind. But yeah, okay. I, I don't I don't love the, the Zans. Um, and finally, the Colts over under is nine and a half. And I'm going to be hammering the over here. I think this team might be like 12 and five good. Uh, I don't think Matty Ice is, you know, obviously he's not his prime. He's not what he was. He's hasn't been good for a few years. But with a really good O-line and a really good running game, how good does he really need to be? All he does, all he needs to do is just make fewer mistakes than Carson Wentz did and with how good their O-line is, he doesn't need to be that mobile in the pocket. And I think he's very good at navigating in the pocket to an extent, like when there's not just have like your guards collapsing on top of you and stuff. Mm-hmm. I just I just think that this is um, a team poised to just make a run. Could be. It, it, they, it seems like every quarterback they get, they that that's the feeling at the beginning of the year. Ooh, they got Phillip Rivers this year. Ooh, they got Carson Wentz this year. I think people have now gone too far in praising Matt Ryan. Uh, like, I, it's kind of the same thing where, like, Davis Mills is getting a lot of love. Like, Matt Ryan is obviously, eh, we've debated if he's a Hall of Famer, but well, an all-time quarterback in a lot of ways. Yeah. Uh, but, like, at this stage in his career, it's now become this thing where he's, like, light years better than Carson Wentz. Maybe he is. Maybe he is. And maybe, like you, how you put it, he's just exactly what this team needs. Maybe that's the answer. But I think the Matt Ryan praise is maybe a little overboard. That's fair. Days. Yeah, that's. I mean, I, that's what I said. I was like, I hope he, to hasn't be been, he hasn't been good in a few years. He yeah. like not even. He hasn't yeah. been average. He hasn't been good. He's he's been bad. Okay. 
what's your lock there? That is That's my lock, lock, though. The Colts the is my lock. Center, or the Colts over. Okay. Colts over is my lock. Okay, last but not least, probably the best division in football, the AFC West. You got the Chiefs, 10.5 wins. So may I remind you, Andy Reid's win totals with the Chiefs. 11, 9, 11, 12, 10, 12, 12, 14, 12. Uh, they just win game. motherfucking games. So I guess the argument that it's ten and a half is you lost Tyreek Hill and you're playing in the hardest the hardest schedule in the league. I don't care. They're gonna win eleven games. They're just they just are until they prove me wrong. Last year they won twelve, and, they, and apparently it was a bad year, right? Didn't Mahomes have a slump last year? And they yeah, twelve and four, mm-hmm. twelve and five. So um, I'm just I'm not gonna bet against them. I never do. Broncos is ten. I think you got to go over. Um, Russell Wilson is definitely three games better than Teddy Bridgewater, and they've also got some more pieces. They got some healthy receivers, although one receiver just went out for the season. It's a really big bummer. I'm really bummed out that Tim Patrick went. Tim down. Patrick, yeah, I couldn't remember his name. Uh, but I'm going over for Russ because we stand Russ. Brown we do love Russ. That's right. That's right. Chargers is also ten, and I'm gonna go under. Uh, I think Herbert is at the stage in his career where. Everybody just is in love with him because of his talent, and he's like, oh, he's going to be awesome, and he's this elite guy, and he's this top fantasy pick, and blah, blah, blah. At some point, if you don't win a playoff game in your first four or five years, people are going to start going, okay, are you really this guy? Maybe you're Dak Prescott. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not saying he is, and uh, I think he has the potential to be awesome, but he hasn't really done anything. He didn't even make the That's playoffs right. last year. The Raiders beat him in Week 17 to make the playoffs. So I think... I see this year at the end of the year they're nine and eight and people are going okay is Justin Herbert really the answer which uh, that'll be an overreaction but I could I could see that being a narrative is my point. Mm-hmm. Raiders eight and a half. I'm gonna take under as well, which seems a little crazy because they did make the playoffs last year. They should be better. They'll have a more stable coaching situation. McDaniel's will do some good stuff with Devonte Adams. Um, but I guess at some point I took I took chart, uh, Chiefs and Broncos over, uh, like we said that he, they're I think they're still going to get last place. So I have a hard time picking the last place team to win nine games. So fair, that's all it is. But the Raiders could go twelve and five, and I wouldn't be that surprised. So that's that's the thing. I'm kind of glad that you had this division because I didn't know which way I was going to go. And I've heard I've heard some talking heads go on about how the. Uh, the Chiefs could finish last in this division. And I was like, you know what? I am a fan of chaos, so that would be pretty fun. Um, and, God, I just, I really think the Chargers are going to be really good. Okay. It could be. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, haven't people been saying that about the Chargers for the past 10 years, every year? That's true. That's true. Going back they to did Rivers just get, days? like, a bunch of defensive players to strip their front seven, so. Could be. Uh, okay. Yeah, Khalil yeah. Mack's good. He's, he's a yeah. good player. Mm-hmm. okay uh i'll go my oh i didn't even pick a lock there i better go broncos over 10 i think they're yeah be- that feels like the right pick i would say i've lost money on russ mvp picks for two straight years but so i'm the, not gonna do it this year but the denver denver defense is nasty it's good how about that denver d how about that denver d okay those are our overs and unders for the mm-hmm. 2022 season next at coins request Mm. We will be doing a quick ranking of the alternate helmet uh, designs, I guess, was the word yeah, I was looking that's for. that's good. Alternate yeah. helmet designs. Uh, I just, again, just Googled the list of supposedly all the teams that have them. We probably looked at the same thing. So yep. you want to give all five or you want to go five to one? There are 13, 13 teams doing alternate helmets this year. Okay. Four, four of them will be throwbacks, which are okay. kind of technically alternates, and then... Uh, the nine of them have new helmets that they'll be donning this season. And are you roping them all into the same category? I did. Okay. I did. You just have to correct okay? me if I if I misspeak on on one oh, that shouldn't yeah, be fine. on the right list. But okay. Yep. Uh, um. All right. Number one. I'm interested to see. You want me to go first? Are we going one? To, five let's go. Let's go one one. Let's go back and forth. One one. Okay. Yeah. I'm going one one as the Bengals alternate of the white helmet with the black stripes across the top. I yeah. think it's so sick. Very strong, very sick. I agree. I, I very much considered that. I actually went with a little uh, co-host service here and went Falcons Reds, numero uno. Those are They're fire. Clean. Very They're clean. So sick. Yeah, very yeah, sick. With Excited to see Not this. even just the red helmet, but it's with the old school black logo, which is... Right, exactly. Nice. That's what makes nice. it, for sure. Yep. 
That's I have I have that one at two. Okay. I have yeah. Two. I went. I don't know how you feel about these ones. The Patriot Pats. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, those are just very cool. I mean, all these these old school logos. They just always look better. Um, yeah. You've got this Revolutionary War man in a three point stance. I mean, it doesn't get better than that. So. I, I actually, I love the old Patriots logo. I think it's okay. so dope whenever yeah. they wear that stuff. I have that as my honorable mention. Mm-hmm. I think it looks really cool and I think it's going to look awesome. I, I docked it because it is basically just the Bills helmet. The, what do you, what do you mean? It's like the white helmet. The, oh, the, the colors? Oh, yeah, okay. The colors are just like, it's kind of just the Bills helmet. That's a fair deduction. Fair deduction. Mm-hmm. But I, it, it does look awesome. I really okay. like it. Yeah. The, well, um, the Bills have great uniforms. So. Yeah, it's true. Uh, at three, I have the Panthers matte black with the blue. Very strong. Very, very yeah. strong. Uh, I'll just give my three and four now because my three is the white Bengals and my four is the black Panthers. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, those are sexy. The, the blue yeah. really stands out. I'm really into it because the yeah. Panthers already have cool like black uniforms. Like They were just missing this. It's going gonna, it's gonna to look good. Yeah, if only we could see Cam in one. Dang it. I know, I know. Bums me out. All right. I'll give you my four really quick then. Okay. Um, I really like the Texans candy red helmet. It's fucking sick. I think it looks badass. I was just flabbergasted, or not flabbergasted, but really puzzled on which way you're going to go. I have that on its own list called Can't Decide because I'm like very torn. There's a part of okay. me that saw it at first and I was like, ooh, what was that? And then <laughs> more I look at it, I'm like, I think... When that's put together with the uniforms on the field, it's going to look pretty sick. I actually, I like the Texans color rush uniforms. I think they're cool. Like the full red. I think it looks really good. Because I think they're just basic uniforms are some of the worst in the league. Yes. But I they agree. can maybe do some alternates that are good. Same with the mm-hmm. Titans. Mm-hmm. That, that division's just the worst for uniforms. Oh, the, the uniforms are terrible. The Jags just made horrible decisions picking their colors. gold and turquoise yeah not good all right number five this might be a cheating one but i'm gonna go homer pick commanders i do like their red or their burgundy with the gold w on it uh so it's not really an alternate it's just what they're is that what you're using i yeah. the one i saw i did not like what did you I see s- i saw that you guys are doing an alternate uh black helmet with just the numbers on it oh don't worry don't worry the black, everything about the black uniforms, helmets, jerseys is horrendous. It's, it's really, really bad. bad. I have that it's on my worst bad. list. Okay, so I, I, I gave our just normal helmet a chance to be on the list because technically it's a new helmet. That's all. Okay. Okay. But it looks okay. good. It looks good. It does look good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The blacks are um, so bad. So bad. The little so, W right here. Yeah, oh my it's God. Really Who designed quite terrible. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you're really going to hate my fifth pick and I'm sorry. Uh, it is in fact the Cowboys white with the blue star on it. It, Okay. I think it looks nice. I just, the white, the the white helmets is a good, it's a good look. The one that like doesn't have the outline star. It's just like the single color star. Mm -hmm. That's the difference, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's a good look. I I know it is. I didn't put it on any list because I also have like a bad list that I, uh, I put, I, it's not on the bad list, but I just couldn't put it on a good list. So. Um, I did note, and uh, you probably saw this too, but there were three teams that are are committed to throwbacks in 2023. As okay. Well. I didn't see that. Oh, so these three are going to be fire. The Bucks are going with the, well, I guess they call it Bucko Bruce, the like musketeer guy. Oh, with, like, so awesome. With like the creamsicle colors. Is They're it creamsicle? Those. Is that what they are doing? Yeah, and it's creamsicle. <sighs> it's yeah, that would be thing. number one. It's fucking awesome. I know. The creamsicle is so good. I hate the, the Bucks uniforms right now. Oh, they're so the bad. The pewter and whatever marine. I don't know. It's bad. It's the creamsicle is phenomenal. I know. I know. The Seahawks are going back with the silver, with the with the nice uh, navy blue and or not navy blue, uh, royal, royal blue. blue, I guess, and yeah. the green. Oof, that's really nice. Oh, I love them. So they're gonna have those next year, and then the Eagles are gonna do the Kelly green with the with the eagle wings on them. So that's those are three really strong helmets. I know, really good. Apparently, like it was hard to get, and that's why they had to wait till next year. That's I, so I weird. Really I wonder that why. Makes sense. I don't know. I, the article I read was not very clear. Because the, the the Eagles one is the that's like the Papali era. Yes, right? correct. Like from Invincible. Yeah. yeah. Which they're very nice. This year they're doing a black with the eagle wing on them, which I actually kind of do they look like. look fine. Yeah. yeah. But they're, 
their old just eagle logo is really cool too. I think they're gonna bring back the Kelly green with the wings, but sometimes they do just like that old school Eagles logo. That's really nice too. Yeah, I agree. I I also it just, I think it was a mistake to go. They did the same thing as the Seahawks. They they made their colors so dark and like the old Kelly green uniforms they have are great. The Randall Cunningham ones are yeah. fantastic. Yeah, I did pick my four worst. Did you pick bads? I did not. I did not. Please give uh, me. Black Commanders might be the worst. Uh, strong case for this, strong case for worst. Yeah, I'm not saying Black Commanders are bad. I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> all colors can be commanders in the army. Mm-hmm. Uh, the New Orleans Saints black ones are not good. They not like good at all. The Stardust, the yeah, really bad. The uh, Arizona Cardinals black ones, I think, look Mm-mm. bad. It's just no. like they slapped that red cardinal on a black helmet. And then uh, the Bears orange ones. Gross. I wanted to like it. I couldn't get behind it. Yeah, I just... And I like orange, but come on. Mm-hmm. Those are gross. Yeah, totally agree. Okay. That's my whole list. Cool. Um, before we do some stumpies, do you want to talk our games? Our games? Did you did you did you pick any possible coin? Oh games? no, I didn't. I didn't even uh, think we were doing it for the pot. I wasn't even thinking about it. Oh, so okay. what, what do you you have some for me? Some suggestions? I just have three. I have some three possibles. Okay, okay. I'm listening. Um, Semi selfish. I was trying to keep it a little bit to this side of the country for my own posterity. Okay, fair. Um, we did go to Buffalo last time, so yeah. Uh, Chiefs at Broncos. It will be the Sunday night game on December 11th. Mm. would be kind of sick that would be quite sick i'm very yeah. interested in that that's probably not a cheap one but i'm interested no probably not it would be uh, cold, cold as hell too but yes. again fun another non-cheap game i'm sure is uh chargers at raiders on december 4th okay could be my birthday trip mm-hmm. um and then the other one is chargers at niners and that's sunday night in on november 13th Oh, wait, say what? Say that again. What date? Uh, November thirteenth. Mmm, interesting. Have you been to it? You've been to a Niners game? I have. I've been oh, to okay. Levi's. Let's not do that. Let's not. Okay. Let's not do that. I really like all three options. Okay. Or all two. I think. So. I think Sunday night would be a pretty sick game. I was trying to look at the Sunday night schedule to see if I liked any. December eleventh, and then we could watch football all day, and then go to the night game. Yeah, and we could watch it in a fucking sports book all day, and then go to the game. <laughs> Oh, and Vegas. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, okay. You have oh, wait, my... no, no, no. That, that Vegas game is not that night. Never mind. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the The, Bron- the Bronco game. So, yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm intrigued. I'm very much intrigued. Okay. We'll get back to you. Okay. I guess I would lean maybe Denver. Yeah, I think I would too. Okay. So I guess then what time is it now? Um, looks like it is 10.33. Sounds like it might be a little... <laughs> Inspired by the shitty show with Kobe Smolters. That's right, boys and girls. It is time for everybody's favorite trivia show, Stumptown, where I try to stump Elvis. Sometimes he tries to stump me. This time, I will try to stump Coin. Ah, yes. Coin, each year, the NFL sees a massive amount of turnover when it comes to head coach. Going into the 2022 season, only five head coaches have been with their team longer than five years. Kind of surprising. Andy Reid, 10th year with the Chiefs. Pete Carroll, his 13th year with the Seahawks. John Harbaugh will start his 15th year in Baltimore. Mike Tomlin, year 16 in Pittsburgh. And Bill Belichick will start year 23 with the Pets. That's a lot. On the flip side, though, Coin, nearly 60% of the league's head coaches have been hired since 2020. That includes 10 coaches in their first season with a new team in 2022. Okay, pretty simple. I don't know how you are with head coaches. Oh, so bad. I'm going to be so bad at this. I can't. Okay, then I'll try to make it doable. All right. I'm going to name you just 12 teams that I picked at random. And when I say at random, I mean. The 12 teams that I wasn't entirely sure I'd ever heard of their head coach. Uh, I'm going to name you all 12, and you're going to guess for every single one, and you have to get... I'm going to say you have to get eight. Okay. I wanted to say 10, but I'm going to say eight. So, all right. 
We're going to start with the New York Jets. Uh, wait, this is his first year? No, sorry. These are not. There are a couple in here that are in their second year. Okay, what if I described the coach? <laughs> I probably would give it to you. Uh, it was the bald guy that was the DC for the Niners. Uh, that is correct. Robert Sala. Sala. Yeah, Sala. 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 Sala, I think. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'll give you that one. Thank you. How about this one? Philadelphia Eagles. Um, he is not in his first year he is not in his first year no he coached them last year apparently yeah I have no idea you ever heard of Nick Sirianni ah of course yeah good old Nicky boy Okay, that's strike number one so technically you get five strikes Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars Doug Peterson good you got two New York Giants. New York football. Brian Dable. Brian Dable. Good. That's three. Houston Texans. There is no fucking shot I get this one. I, have I no think idea. you could. You definitely know this guy. Oh my God. Is it Romeo Cornell? No, <laughs> but it's like uh, not that bad of a guess, I feel like. Just like. Hugh Jackson. Uh, no. <laughs> you get one more guess. Brian Flores. Lovey Smith. Oh, no way. He's yeah, back. Yeah, Smith. He is back. He's got a big old beard, too. It looks weird. Hell, yeah. Okay, that's strike two. Or, yeah, two. Uh, Las Vegas Raiders. McDaniels. That's correct. Miami Dolphins. I should know this one. Oh, I do. Um, fuck. Uh, nerdy guy who was the Niners uh, offensive coordinator last year. Um Yes. Mike something, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, it's pretty much the same as the last coach you just named. Mike McDaniels, is that what it is? Just McDaniel, McDaniels? no S on Mike McDaniel, end. yeah. Mike Interesting McDaniel. that there's 32 head coaches. There's one McDaniel and one McDaniels. What are the other right. Okay, so I'll give you that one. Thank you. Denver Broncos. It's not Vance Joseph anymore, right? That is correct. It is not Vance okay. Joseph. I got it. I don't know. Jim Mora. Nathaniel Hackett? Yeah, no. You heard of him? I'm not liking your chances because I kind of put some of the hard ones at the end here. Actually, you might be able to get one. Tampa Bay Bucks. Yeah, I have no fucking clue. <laughs> Todd Bowles? Oh, heard wow. that name before? Yeah, yeah I have. I have. For sure. Yeah. How about this one? If you get this one, I'll be shocked. The Chicago Bears. <laughs> uh, I can almost promise you you've never heard this man's name in your life. Adam Gase. Matt Eberflus. No. He's not a person. <laughs> you made that one up. This I game's swear, null and void now because you made that I up. I heard his name on the radio like yesterday. I'm like, who the fuck is Coach Eberflus? Um, okay, I think you've already lost, but I'll give you two more that you won't get. New Orleans Saints. <laughs> I, this has always been my kryptonite. I do not fucking know coaches for shit. I think I would have gotten like maybe two more than you, but... Uh, these are really hard. Uh, Dennis Allen? No. Sounds like nope. a football name. Sounds yep. like a guy. And then right. last but not least, Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Rick? <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Flugerton. Rick, actually. Yeah, Dr. Rick. Um, <laughs> no, it is actually Kevin O'Connell. Oh, of so, course. There you go. KOC. Cock for short. <laughs> Kevin O'Cock, yeah. That's yeah. actually the C stands for O'Cock. No. Uh so pretty bad job, Coin. You did Thank not. You, you yeah. were you were stumped for the first yeah, time. Yeah, you went I, the right I, direction to stump me. This is <laughs> not my I had to, I was giving you too many layups. I had to give you a tough one. Can't wait so. to make you name special teams coordinators but, <laughs> next time. <laughs> the point the point of that segment was to uh show that there are a lot of random ass dudes coaching NFL teams this mm-hmm. year. So there you go. I Do like you know it. the do you know the Chargers coach? Nope. Okay. I probably could have gone five more deep. Brandon Staley. He's the dude that oh. keeps doing like the fourth downs and shit. Yeah. yeah. He was new yeah. last year. But How about the Falcons? I would not have been able to get the Falcons. Arthur Smith, yeah. I would <laughs> not have the, gotten uh, that. He's the, he was the old um, Titans offensive coordinator, and then uh, his dad started FedEx. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, I would, Arthur Smith sounds like a defensive name. It surprises yep. me that he's an offensive right? coach. Right. right. I totally agree. And he looks like 
not a football guy at all. He's like a putt. He's very unathletic looking <laughs> white guy. Like look, very, uh, he looks like fat Nick Cage. Well, his rich daddy got him the job. So mm-hmm. what do you expect? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That has been an episode of Stumptown. And <laughs> that has been an episode of the Rookie Show Pod. Uh, oh, followers. baby. You can follow us at Rookie Show Pod on Twitter and Instagram. That you Coin, can. Where can they follow you? You can follow me at King Coin on both Twitter and Instagram. Where can they follow you, Noel? You can follow me at uh, DeCreamFillin on Twitter. You can follow me at C Travis Noel on Instagram. The C, of course, stands for. What's one of these coaches' names? None of them start with a C, unfortunately. Creamsicle. Ooh. Ah, Creamsicle Noel. DeCreamsicle Fillin. What's mm-hmm. up? Uh, okay. Who's going to play us out? Play Ooh. us out. What's up? All right, well, are you going to say what I what I was going to say? No, I don't know. Wh- who is the band of the song you just sent me? I know, I knew you were going to say that. I had to... Um, play us out. Play us out. Don't stop or we'll die. See ya. Peace. in the sky always looking down from the swamp above he's eating some flies but he's giving you love they say it's gotta be that i set you free and if it's true love you'll return to me like the leaves in the trees and the birds and the bees in the breeze are the seeds of our fantasy a little bit on your doorstep